0: Happy Friday. This is Crystal, and you're listening to the Love More Live Blessed podcast. This is a podcast for moms who need a little more positivity in their day. Listen in for a new episode every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on parenting, lifestyle hacks, and how to include positivity into your life. My hope is that you'll find the kind of encouragement that you need. So happy Friday, guys. I'm super excited to get to the end of the week. I feel like I've been super productive this week and I finally have a plan and I've been able to keep on track with things. So that is awesome and a great way to start out this new year. Um, I wanted to read something that I wrote down in my journal the other day, and it's from a book. It's called um, Tiny Buddha's Guide to Loving Yourself, 40 Ways to Transform Your Inner Critic and Your Life. So this is a book. I rented it from the library. I'll put more information in the show notes so that you can um, maybe pick it up too. But the quote that I wrote down is this, vulnerability is not a negative state. It is how we start our path. And I really like that because I feel like I feel like my last episode, um, what was, which one was it? Number 71, uh, was very, I was very vulnerable in that episode and I got so much feedback, um, from, from women that felt the same way. And I loved knowing that I'm not alone in the way that I feel. And I think that that vulnerability, um, helped me, helped me, to relate, like help me be relatable. Like you can relate to me because I am telling you exactly what's going on with my life, what I'm thinking, you know, those crazy thoughts of not being enough and not being worthy. And to the people who can relate to that, that is like a light at the end of the tunnel because you're like, oh my God, somebody else feels this way too. Um, I don't think that vulnerability is a weakness. And I know that even myself in the past, um, you know, we think that we have to match these perfect lifestyles that we're showing um, on Pinterest and on blogs and on Facebook and on Instagram. And if you're constantly posting like you got it all together, that's fine. But don't be afraid um, to admit when you're, you know, to admit what you're failing at because that's how people connect to you. Um And that, I I think I just really liked how that is. So vulnerability is not a negative state. It is how we start our path. And I think like even identifying the ways that we are vulnerable to ourselves, sometimes we're just moving, 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 busy, 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 that we don't even realize what is going on inside ourselves. And we just have these like breakdowns, emotional meltdowns, things like that. So it's really important. Um to not hide your vulnerability. Now, I'm not saying like be a crybaby and, you know, like tell everybody your business. No, definitely not. But don't be afraid if you're struggling with something to reach out to someone, maybe a trusted friend, um, or put a post out there and talk about it because that is what gets us to start our path. So today I'm reading um, a little part of the Tiny Buddha's Guide to Loving Yourself, and this one is Changing the Beliefs That Keep You Stuck by Sam Russell. So the quote for this story is, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional by unknown. So this story goes, I grew up believing that nothing I did was ever good enough, and this is something I still carry with me. It affects every aspect of my life, my hobbies, skills, relationships, even my understanding of my body, my appearance, and my mental health. I often think that I must have done something quite terrible in a past life to go through any of this, to not be good enough. As certain as I've been of this, I've been certain that I wasn't responsible for these attitudes and beliefs. Other people did this to me, so I literally can't let go of the pain they caused. They hurt me too much, did too much damage for me to confront them, stand up to them, and forgive them. But blaming others hasn't helped me move on and become the person I want to be. It's helped me stay a victim. Sure, and it's gotten me some sympathetic ears along the way, but it hasn't helped me get out of bed with a smile every morning for the past 20-odd years. It's made me feel sluggish and sick to my stomach whenever the thoughts and memories work their way into my consciousness. There's no mystery to the way I think. Negative thinking is exactly that, negative. However, understanding negative thoughts is paramount to overcoming them. It's taken me a while to connect with the idea that the harmful actions of others has shaped my thinking and it's taken me just as long to realize that it's time to let go. Change can come quickly, but more often it's a gradual process in which we endure and learn many lessons. I don't want to feel like this anymore, so I have to start changing my beliefs. The first belief I'm changing, I'm a waste of time. Not true. I make a difference simply by being. I know I make a positive difference because I am mindful of my impact on the environment and do my best to reduce it. I support charities that are close to my heart with regular donations. My close friends wouldn't consider me a waste of time. Even though I sometimes find it difficult to believe, they do value my ideas and opinions and they love my company. The second belief I'm changing, nothing I do is good enough. My ideas of perfection aren't mine. Those ideas belong to other people. How can I ever live up to someone else's perfection? I can't. There are many things I can do with great success, but in order to make those achievements real for me, I have to define my own perfection. Peanut butter on toast, growing my own fruit and vegetables, the smell of freshly baked vegan goods, writing all, writing off the cuff, and producing lucid prose. The third belief I'm changing I deserve pain. No, I don't. Nobody does. There's a difference between accepting responsibility for how you think about hurtful things other people have done and taking the blame for those actions. I've not done anything to deserve the things that have happened to me. And the last belief I am changing I'll never be happy. Now with that attitude, I won't, but then aren't I already happy? I may not have all the things I want yet, like my dream job, but I do have a lot of other things in my life that mean a lot to me. My friends, my home, my cat, my family, waking up to the river every morning, my floating garden, I live on a boat, my creativity. Happiness comes from the small things. It comes from inside of me. I don't buy happiness or find it or receive it. I make it for others and for myself. The fact that people sometimes hurt other people won't change. My my beliefs that have left me open to suffering, my beliefs, will change. Take a minute to think of your beliefs about yourself. How many of these things are accurate? which ones belong to you and to you alone. If you find a belief that you question, explore it and find out where it came from, what it's founded on, challenge it, become true to yourself. When you change your beliefs, you change your life. It's taking time to work through these things and I don't expect to be finished by next Monday. But that's not what I love about change and self- but that's what I love about change and self-improvement. There's no pressure to be complete tomorrow. I can do it all at my own pace and in a way that suits me. I'm a work in progress, and that gives me a lot of hope. So I really like this story, and that's why I wanted to share it with you guys today. Again, it's um, Changing the Beliefs That Keep You Stuck by Sam Russell, and it's part of the Tiny Buddha's Guide to Loving Yourself book. It's 40 Ways to Transform Your Inner Critic and Your Life. So I will put this, I will link to this book in the show notes and you can find it on my Amazon shop page. Um, Other than that, have a great weekend and think about this for yourselves Um, this weekend. I really like the question, take a minute to think of your beliefs about yourself and how many of those things are accurate. And another thought that came through my head when I was reading this is the first sentence I grew up believing that nothing I ever did was good enough and that is something I still carry with me. That kind of creeped me out because I like clean. You know, I'm I'm not a clean freak. My kids think I'm a clean freak, but um that sentence scared me to think that my kids could grow up thinking that they weren't good enough because I was super crabby with them last night just for like little things that they didn't get done around the house or that I didn't think they did right. So I'm that sentence really, you know, growing up thinking that I was never good enough. I definitely don't want my kids thinking that. So I'm going to be working on on that myself this weekend on being um, better at encouraging my children instead of just constantly, you know, whining and um, complaining about what they did wrong. So, all right. I hope this encouraged you. Please come see me over on Instagram. My handle is more at lovemore underscore live blessed. If you have questions, you can email me, crystal at com, And if you want to say hi on Facebook, it's uh, facebook.com slash lovemoreliveblessed. Have a great weekend.